see, I'm leaving immediately. Chattanooga, here I come. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Right on track 29. Boy, you can give me a shine. I can't afford to board a Chattanooga choo-choo. I've, I've, I've got my fare. And just a trifle to spare. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Erna Bob and this week by special guest Werdna. We are the folks who are going to be finding the of madness. Reason and the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. How y'all doing this evening? Fantastic. How's everyone doing? Good. Chew, fucking chew. I'm back. Finally. <laughs> All right. I've been fucking struggling out there. Sorry, everybody. I've been gone for fucking like three weeks for train school slash uh, the worst schedule of all time. <laughs> the Mr. number of times that Aaron said he would definitely be available to do an episode and definitely not be on call is a lot. A, a number that we can count. <laughs> it was like three days in a row. <laughs> oh, Bob, it's been four days in a row. If no, oh, okay. Four and a half days in a row. Right. So I uh, I took a trip down to uh, New Mexico recently. Whoa, That's hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. This is not Don't how we start up. We have a very strict <laughs> format here. Hold on, hold on. We need you stepping all there, there'll, over. There will be a jingle for your segment when you come when you need when you're supposed to come in. If you want to step on all on this show with all your shitty takes, I was foreshadowing. Stories, I was foreshadowing. Where would you call? Where would you call, Mom? <laughs> You'd call 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Whew, we saved it. <laughs> All right, now, what about this what about this story to New Mexico? Oh, no, I was just saying I'll get that's what the the topic today is. This is what I want to bring in was was my my personal thoughts and reflections upon that, but I also want to. What do you guys think about the? Um, did you see that stuff about fucking the students at the New Orleans East High School that you know solved the three thousand year old math problem? <laughs> oh, which wasn't a math problem. It was something that we've been using for <laughs> for a very very long time, and they didn't change anything. Nothing has changed, and they also cannot show anybody the proof. That's not for you to see. All right. Well, it's not even that. They just, they just. It was more of a like gotcha thing. It was like, oh, you can't use uh, because of what what it was was uh, it was Pythagorean theorem or whatever is circular reasoning because you have to use trigonometry to prove that it's real. So um, that was like that was all they were saying is that it's circular reasoning. Even though that's right. retarded, because that's like that. It's it's not the same thing because it's just again math is just a language. So like saying two plus two equals four is it is just describing how many things you have with language. It's not. It doesn't mean that algebra is fake because you're using algebra to to prove algebra. You know what I mean? Like that. It made no Aaron, sense. with your with your two and two with your two and two proof there that you just gave, are you trying to steal credit from black women? Because that's it sounds like you're trying to do that right now. 
We no, like none of that on the Oklahoma show. Impossible to this. They honestly, they're just trying to steal credit for their like dumb take right now. Like, that, oh, no. That's so stupid. It's much more stupid than you think it is. I promise you, <laughs> because um, the the whole thing is like. So you're saying like, th- yeah, they don't use trigonometry, but they actually are using tri- trigonometry. But they're like making a stupid argument about like, oh, it's law of sines, you know, and that doesn't, you know, that doesn't count because that's not this and that. It's like fucking and and on top of that they're not even showing their proof so it's it's yeah, like what's i don't think there's any proof they didn't say that pythagorean theorem is wrong they just said that no 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 well, no they, they, pr- they proved it another way they proved it a non-circular way right they, they need to show yeah a ma- a math- yeah and that's what if you go on to even the retards on reddit there's like r slash ask math and stuff like that there's people asking about it one of the things um, was somebody, I think I posted this in the group chat, like, you know, somebody went and asked, they're like, if I proved the Pythagorean theorem using the law of signs, is that logic circular? Instant ban. <laughs> actually, you know what? You know what? This actually is right. Because they, you, like you said, okay, so they proved that Pythagorean theorem is right without using trig, but they won't show their work. Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, but on top of that, so they're, they're not showing That's the proof. That's the claim. They're saying that this that, is how they solved it. Number one, nobody can even agree that that actually would prove what they think it's proving. And number two, they're not actually showing any work. And on the news story where they're bringing it up, like, they can't even explain any of it. That They're using the, the news anchor to, like, explain it because they have no idea what the fuck it is, what they allegedly discovered. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it's these twelve-year-old, this twelve-year-old fat black chick and her friend with Down syndrome-looking eyes, obviously did not fucking outsmart Pythagoras. Like, but you know what? It does remind me of this whole story. It's exactly the same as when people are like, "No, no, no! It has to be a ball because snipers use the Coriolis effect." I'm like, "Oh yeah, what's that formula?" It's super secret. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> like, just don't have the work. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's just like, it's used as like a gotcha. And like, you know, if it was to actually become what they say that it's going to become, like, it's fucking, it's going to require, you know, they publish a uh, whatever, a paper, and it gets um, fucking, uh, what do you call uh, it? Peer-reviewed. Peer-reviewed. And fucking, it has to go through that process. They have no intention of actually having it go through that process because the headline was what they wanted, and the headline is what they got. Is this uh, it's like all, uh, all everything is? Is headlines now? Yeah, this is well, like it's a because they can't boy. afford to join the mathematical society where they submit the paper through. God, Josh, calm down. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like another clock boy, isn't it? The guy that the the Muslim kid that oh. ripped apart like uh an electronic clock and then put it into a box and then there was like that bomb scare and he got invited to obama's house and now he lives in the middle east now (laughs) yes i'd almost forgotten it's even it's more stupid than that because because this is like they they didn't even invent anything they're not even there was a physical clock they they literally (laughs) didn't do anything like they drew a picture of like you know them solve it like proving the pythagorean theorem using the method that their fucking high school teachers taught them and they're like, oh, uh, yeah, we, we invented this new way to do it. You just won't understand. Did you know how the story, like, gained prominence? Was, uh, did they, did they or their parents, their math teachers, submit something to local news and then it get, got picked up? Or, like, how, how did this become a story that we're hearing about now? Some dumb liberal bitch wanted to make it so that 
like 11 year old black girls are the smartest people on the planet and that was all and just made them feel good to make that a story i so i so i saw it in local ran with it i saw it in local news and then i saw fucking the guardian picked it up like a like a, a few hours later but fucking um yeah it's it's people like they're not even asking any questions about the story it's just the fact that the story exists they're like oh yeah black people superior intellect fat black women as kangs <laughs> well <laughs> you're, you're talking about the guardian and local news they don't they're they're not specified uh math and science news outlets it sounds like we need more science communicators in our mainstream news outlets to uh actually you know to confirm to help communicate to us the credence of the story which is clearly actually there yeah well josh okay. unironically isn't wrong but, <laughs> but. <laughs> not in the right way <laughs> <laughs> they, they just trip over themselves I and mean, we've been doing this forever they trip over themselves to be like uh, like oh let's let's try to like change the perception of reality around like women doing things like women don't do anything you could you'd never see a woman be able to operate a jackhammer let alone fucking <laughs> outsmart Pythagoras, Pythagoras. three thousand years later. Like what? Fuck off! Like it's so dumb. Like yeah, let's see them drive a dump truck one time, and then maybe we'll talk well, about well, yeah. drive it and not crash truck. it. Yeah, parallel. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, parallel park it. Impossible. That, but, that would honestly be if this Pythagorean theorem thing were real. Uh, th- that women would be, would more be able to do a three point turn. <laughs> It's, it's this um, it's this line of thinking that, that that like modern like leftists have. It's number one, they think that there is no difference between women and men, but on top of that, they also think that there's no difference in between races. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's perfectly conceivable that these like useless like fat black women in the hood, just fucking fifteen year olds. They also don't believe in like differences in race and shit, like you know, neuroplasticity and like you as an adult having more cognitive ability than a child. It's like, oh yeah, true. They know that there's, they know that there's differences in race. The more melanin you have, the better you are at everything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're speaking of mathematical proofs. You know, there's such things a little greater than. It's like the Greta Thunberg shit. They're just like, oh, this child knows everything. It's like, no, that's not how that fucking works. I mean, (laughs) well, we also. To, to Josh's point, though, with, like, these science communicators, it's because, like, the local news station and also the Guardian didn't have a local mathematician to be like, oh, yeah, we went through the thing and, like, you know, it's totally legit. No, these people are mathematically illiterate uh, and they're describing something that, yeah, all these people in the news and all these people making headlines about all this dumb shit, like, they're mathematically illiterate. They don't know what's going on and they're just, like, being told what to say and they're like, oh, good, that's cool. Like, they can't, no one in their in their like interpersonal sphere has like uh you know what this is actually i just realized what the news equivalent of this story is like when i was a kid so like you 25 years ago or whatever you'd be like they'd have the segment on uh, slow news days of like a feel-good story where it's like oh you'll never believe this cat became friends with a squirrel and now it's just oh you'll never believe (laughs) A black girl did a math problem, and like they're not really, they don't care about the story. It's like their new, it's their new feel good thing. Aaron's one hundred percent right. This black boy really invented is. a computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, the computer, the computer invention's fine because uh, uh, what's his face was gay. So like that's that's you know checks a box. 
No, but um, no, no, that no, was but, the funniest um, shit about it. Was was like dude, you know all the people on Reddit on like the slash r slash ask math and stuff like that. It's like they're actual math autismos, and so they're just like, I need to see the proof. Show the proof. Uh, I can't see it. And it's like they're freaking out, even though like they totally buy into this worldview that it's like it's totally possible that these like fucking fifteen year old fat black kids like figured out how to do you this. Know, like the because exactly they're just trying to do the feel good story and it's what's the funniest part is that people get like mad at you for like making fun of that like well you don't think black people can do stuff too and i'm like no you're being they're the ones being demeaning they have now put them in the category of the cat that became friends with a squirrel on the fucking morning <laughs> news for this fake story like they're just like look Black people can do stuff besides listen to rap and shoot each other. Isn't that awesome? Come on, guys. And you're like, yeah, I thought they can do that the whole time. You don't have to fucking make these fake bullshit stories to make it seem like like they're are they're people too, right, guys? It's like, yeah, we already knew that. We already, I already hold them to the standards of a regular human being because I'm not a total asshole. So I don't have to find the fattest, most Down syndrome looking black chick and pretend she's a fucking super scientist in order to validate their humanity because I'm not psychotic like the fucking news and these fucking left wing retards. But you already had like. Riri Williams, Iron Hearts, making her own Iron Man suit. That's a believable real story now. <laughs> You you already had like Ben Carson like writing books on being a neurosurgeon like fucking twenty years ago, you know. But it's like it, it, now we have to go back and it's like oh no, it's not enough. He's not fat enough. He's not black enough, and he's not a woman. It's like so we have to fucking redo this. Yeah, yeah. We well, plus he also held the wrong opinions as well. That's yeah, another yeah. reason why he's, they don't he's, want he's to yeah, yeah exactly. he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to, to, to respond to, to to respond to Bob, traditionally journalists and news outlets they have like a guy at the university or like a couple people in a couple different departments that they'll talk to about these specific things. They may not be the best at what they do, but they're like, you know, they'll look good enough on camera, be able to speak a couple sentences and be like, oh, this, this expert, this local expert says this about this. Like, say, say, I was just watching a, an Economics Explained video earlier on, on YouTube and he had an interview with uh, like a an you know, actual economics professor who specialized in the topic he was talking about. And like, that's, that's how you do a news story and that's how news outlets traditionally have done it and they're just not doing it now because of all these i don't know gen z millennial journalists who are stupid and never learned how to do their job right right because they're all like mathematically and scientifically illiterate that's what i just well uh, no that's like no no, no i'm saying that normally normally they will have a little interview with like a math professor at a local college to explain it that, that, that's traditionally what they'll do. So it doesn't the matter only... if the journalist knows this. They'll actually go to the like somebody who should know what they're talking about. No, that's been entirely regulated to like our trusted uh, handy source of sciencenews.org. Like, those are like the only people that do that anymore. Like local ABC, the only NBC, good journalist. CNBC, like all those like affiliates, like they don't do any of that garbage. That takes work. That's that. Yeah, you don't see that anywhere. It's it's one call to the math department, your local community college, and somebody who's desperate to have five seconds of airtime on TV. Well, how does that work? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm not in the newsroom. I can't explain this phenomenon. But anyway, Wardna, I hear you had a little trip. Yes, indeed, I did. Um, I, I took a weekend trip to New Mexico a few weeks ago. Um, and, and uh, you know, as a... Uh, in tradition of cabin, you know, we are uh, on Saturday, which is when we intended to originally record, record this um, until 
you know, extenuating circumstances prevented it. Until we learned we couldn't do work we on We were Saturday. exactly New Mexico or, days you know. away from cabin. So um, in commemoration of that, we brought this in. Um, but w- what Kevin said about our our friend uh, uh, Kevin, what he said about the uh, New Mexico is there's really not a lot not af- going on. Not affiliated with the show whatsoever, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally different guy. He's not, we don't know, we don't know who you, who this guy you're speaking of is. <laughs> this Kevin character. This character, this character, a friend of ours. What he said. Okay, there you go. He said New Me- there's really not a lot to do in, uh, he specifically said Albuquerque, but like in New Mexico in general. And uh, one of the things that I decided to check out was to go down to Roswell and check out the the actual official name is the UFO Museum and Research Center, which is oh and research they do research there too. Wow, all right, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the research in a museum. This is, this is boots on the ground reporting. They, they actually we send out our agents to, across the there's country. There's like a research library in the museum. Wow, right, it must be a, a big in order campus. to figure out in order to figure out how good the research <laughs> is, how many. Uh, Fat Down syndrome looking fourteen year old <laughs> black girls work there. <laughs> this is oh. how I know how good the research is. I don't. I did. You know, I didn't see any, so I think it's probably not any good. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Wait, you can't. Oh wow, uh, right, Roswell so, a hoax confirmed. So everyone, <laughs> take what he says with a grain of salt because you know. <laughs> it's not peer reviewed. So anyway, it's like I will say this: if you haven't been to Roswell, like. It's one of those things that it's nice to go to once to say, like, oh, yeah, I went there. I saw the UFO site, whatever. And then, you know, uh, you know, that's it. Basically, check it off the box like I went to Roswell. It's really – there's not much to see there. There is the museum, you know, and then there's an Air Force base and there's, like, a city museum, which I didn't go to. But the UFO museum is, like, really the main thing. Um, and I wanted to go there just because, you know – Number one, I I I don't believe in aliens, um, and uh, based, I like I wanted to hear, and part of that is just that I haven't heard anything convincing, and so like I just wanted to kind of like what's the best version of this, and uh, you know Roswell is kind of like the granddaddy of them all. That was like what started aliens and like the common American lexicon, you know, and our uh, you know that's what brought it into pop culture and everything, you know, so. I was kind of excited to go see it, and I was like, kind of thinking uh, that I was going to get a lot out of this. But you know, I go down there, I look at the museum. There's a bunch of like informational plaques, and they're very careful about the information that they give because, you know, they don't want to say like, "Oh yeah, it's definitely aliens," this and that. You know, so it's very much like informational, like to the point. Um, just you know, a whole bunch of plaques on a wall. Then there's like stuff from the TV show Roswell. And then there's like a room where there's like this old boomer who's like gathering people around, like looking at, um, you know, looking at the plaques. And he's like, oh, hey, you want to come see a presentation? And he'll like bring you into this room. And there's in the room, there's like signed posters of David Duchovny and stuff like. um, Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a Hollywood museum. That's what's happening. Can I I just interrupt for one second? Because. Hearing this, I it just you know what this reminded me of so much, because you're right, Roswell, the Roswell incident. What year did that happen? Was that fifty one or forty nine or nineteen forty seven? Forty seven. Forty seven. It's the Antarctica year too. 
Yeah, I know. Dude, actually, everything, like, every thing. fucking PSYOP started in 47. It's the, it's the Aaron, I'm, I'm going to get to that, yeah. and you're going to start to connect a lot of dots when I do. No, but hold on. The, this is what this reminds me of. Um, so, just like when they invented dinosaurs with that fucking what's-his-face at the Royal Society. Uh, I don't remember. But anyways, he just looks like Walter Frey. But anyways, they invented dinosaurs, and then it became a pop culture thing then and then everything we found after that just we like invented a reality that then we proved just because we wanted to prove it yeah that, that's and it's the same with aliens we come up with this one story that something came from the fucking sky and then we get like all these science fiction writers become popular and then you have scientists talking about billion light years away and how it's impossible for the universe to, for us to be alone in the universe and we just created an entire reality off of nothing it's yeah it's con- like, confirmation bias you know and, and so um yeah, sorry did you have more to say well no just like isn't that like kind of fucked up that they can one guy can say something it catches on and then like Everyone knows this to be reality now. We Everybody knows that aliens are out there somewhere. A thing that we invented 60 fucking years ago or 70 years ago. Listen, I, I don't think it's magic, Aaron. I, I, think, I think that either there were multiple attempts to get aliens over or there were multiple other single incidents trying to get other things over. So, like, for every dinosaurs... Uh, there are five other, you know, ancient mole men, evidence of ancient mole men or evidence of ancient lizard people or whatever that they're trying to uh, get across the population. And dinosaurs just happen to be the one stick. They just have like 10 marketing campaigns going over the course of, of uh, you know, 50 years. And just whatever sticks is what we know now and what we actually have recorded in history as uh, what they sold us on. And I'm, I'm wondering how many times they try to get aliens over or kind of, you know, the years leading up what other... Uh, what else was happening? But honestly, for 1947, coming right out of World War II, that might have been just a, a you know success off the bat. They might have that might have been their their first big attempt. They just came up with the aliens and voila, perfect. Everyone well, sold on it right now. Everyone wanted it. That's the thing. It's like how many how many things that we know are true, like that just somebody made up and became just everyone just agreed on it even though there's not really much proof like yeah think of just basic shit where it's like how was this mountain formed and they're like oh actually a super volcano 60 million years ago formed that mountain it's like do how do we know that have we ever seen a fucking volcano create a mountain like you know just there's probably so many things like that where we have no fucking idea how this happened or or we just know something to be true that's completely made up. Most of, I think, our reality is that way. Yeah. So, you know, I go to this. Anyway, sorry. I, I go to this museum and, and like, you know, a bunch <laughs> of plaques on the wall, informational stuff. And fucking there's this old boomer like dragging people into this room. And this guy, like, he's like, it's worth going to the museum just because of this guy. Why does this sound like it's a pre, like a pre, uh, preamble to a rape? <laughs> this old man's taking him into a room with his signed company poster. So he's let me show you a little presentation. His whole purpose of being there is like he's so and he's like supposedly like a research scientist or whatever. His whole purpose of being there is just basically to color the experience with like the message they want to convey, right? And so this guy, the best okay. the best way that I would describe him is how like a lot of like cool and I do mean cool, like boomer conservatives 
that I've like known in the past, like how they are. It's like, they're super into this shit. They're super like, you know, they're super into the Kennedy uh, assassination uh, conspiracy. They're super into aliens. Um, They're super into the moon in general. And like um, this guy, like he was based like in a way he was like, don't trust the government for anything. Don't fucking, they're always lying to you and all this stuff. And I'm just thinking the whole time. It's like, do you not think that it's possible that all of this stuff about aliens, which came from people that were working for the government, is also made up. <laughs> no, not that. That's what they, the government, see, they told you some stuff, but they're hiding the good shit. Like, yeah. that's how they think. This is how boomer conspiracy, boomer conspiracy theorists is Kennedy assassination. Uh, they, that that's where they know the government's li- lying to you at all times about everything. But then the government sort of told you some stuff about aliens, but they're hiding the good shit. And then the moon landing was 100% true and the government was honest about all of it. Like, those are the three things. And they all contradict each other, but they believe all three. Every boomer. Yeah. Every boomer thinks I that mean, way. The, the moon landing is American excellence. So, of course, that makes sense. Yep. Um, and the, on, on Wikipedia, the first line for the Roswell incident says that it's uh, they, they uh, call it debris of a military balloon. Um, so, I'm assuming I, that's I'm kind there. of the extent I'm of the official there. story. But, and, um, oh, okay. So, like... Go on. This guy, this guy in the room, like, like he fucking, he has all these stories, all these fucking like colorful stories about like, oh well, you know, I stole, the, I stole the, because they, one of the things they say about like the, the, there's stories of like little green men, and he says that he, he like, the official story of like what those are, it was like crash test dummies that came from the base in Roswell. Right. You know, there's there is an Air Force base, used to be an Army Air Air Base, you know, prior to the Air Force existing. Where they say that these were like test dummies that they would put into aircraft when they would send them up. And they were like little green, like, you know, uh, test dummies. So, so they were green and not gray? Because I'm used to uh, the, the grays, like aliens being gray. They were, so they say they were green. But he says that he, he, went, he went to the base. Like, this is, That's this is in the 90s. He, he went to the base and he like asked them. He's like, hey, can I have some of those test dummies that you have? And they gave him a couple. And he says that the CIA chased after him in his car all the way back to him going to the uh, Roswell Museum. From so he he escaped the CIA yes. into the Roswell Museum and the CIA gave up. And They're he, like, ah, he, he got away. He got away guys. I mean, the, the CIA are vampires. They need invitations to enter buildings. And he also he also has stories about how these people have like invited him to dinners and stuff. And he's like, well, one of the stories he even said, he wait wait hold on, hold on. I'm just he's imagining the CIA as fucking vampires and like. They, the reason they couldn't go in is that the signed David Duchovny poster is like a fucking cross to them. Like, ah, oh god, he's, it's burning my eyes. Signed in holy water. So this guy, he claims that there's like, he's like, well, you know, the, these people that claim to be, you know, part of the CIA have reached out to me and told me to like stop saying these things or whatever. And like, you know, he says that he even admits to this story. He says that they invited him to dinner, like at a diner or something. And like you know, they told him he's like, you need to stop talking about aliens. And they, the CIA. Yeah, and uh, he even <laughs> says that that these people. This is according to even his own word. He says that they were probably just fake internet trolls. But he's like, but I can't confirm. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> type of thing. And, I can't confirm so, uh, that any of this even happened. This is probably a dream he had. It's it's what basically the way that he worded it, it basically is like, well, these people were just fucking with him because they thought it was funny. And he knows they were fucking with him. 
and he even admits to it. Oh, but he's he, like, but he's like, but I can't confirm. Like, <laughs> he's like a self-aware oh, gang stalker or someone that's being gang stalked. Right, like, I'm being gang stalked, but not really. The, but I am. The way that he words it is it basically like implies gang stalked is a it joke. implies that it's all real. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Oh, uh, we're we're not I I don't know if this will I hope this doesn't spoil anything, but does um this cool boomer guy you're talking to, uh has he seen a UFO before? He didn't say. I don't I don't himself personally. No, I don't I don't think oh. so. He, Interesting. he doesn't he doesn't claim okay. to have or at least he didn't when i was there so anyways that that's just i'm all that i'm doing now is just describing the museum but the, but the main thing is like the plaques like the plaques just information dates all of that stuff and i'm just reading this stuff i'm just taking it in and then like after a few minutes i get bored because there's not a whole lot in the museum and then i just we hit the road and we start going home and it's like a three-hour drive that's what the government wants you to do is get bored and not look in if you were <laughs> you were three plaques away from knowing the truth well they have stuff they had a whole <laughs> you know they have stuff it's like a whole um, campus of of information I, it, i'm I'm surprised it didn't take you yeah. like four hours just to walk a single room with all that information that they had. How big was this museum? How much what, research you said you do at the research center? It's <laughs> probably put the Smithsonian to shame. Okay, it's not. It's not that small. That's what I'm thinking. It's not that small of a museum, and, and there's like a good chunk of it, like a good quarter of it, that like all of the plaques are like interesting and important and informative. Now, the other three quarters of the museum is just horseshit, like stuff from the Roswell TV show (laughs) and like the reboot of the Roswell TV show (laughs) and like little like pieces of the set from the Roswell TV show. And then there's stuff that is just like, oh, uh, yeah, the Aztecs like drew this cave drawing and, and like we don't actually have this, but here's like a recreation of it and stuff. So like it's only like a quarter of that museum that's actually interesting. Um but yeah, like once we saw that quarter, it was like, yeah, whatever. This other shit is stupid. Um, I, I think that's that. I think that's a perfect representation of everything we know. There's like ten percent chunks of little bits of information that also is just hearsay most of the time that you can't actually prove. But it's just at least like boring. Like, oh, here's a date. Here's some like here's a, a here's dates and the times of when stuff happened. And then ninety percent of it is. This is what happens in TV, so that's reality. Like, even my wife, like, she, we, she's she been fucking fighting against me so much I'm moving out to the country because she thinks that the country is like what Hollywood, like, Jews think the country is, which is like a like guy in that with a rebel show flag Yellowstone? Hat. Yeah, it's like a guy in a rebel flag hat. That is like, we don't take kindly to you folk around here and then like try to kill you. <laughs> and I'm like, great. You realize that like 70% of counties in America have never had a murder. Like there's like, something <laughs> insane like that. And then, but they act like those are the, like the really dangerous spots where they hate you for being different. And like, uh, we, so we'd spend one week in an Airbnb out here in the mountain in the Catskills in Albany. And she's like, Wow, it's really peaceful and nice out here. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's you have country. to see- like w- once you look at it for one second, it, it's completely different than the reality you've been presented through TV. And this museum well, is like yeah, this, 80% of it's this just is, a fucking TV show. This is a very unfair comparison. I'm sure if you were to go and stay in an Airbnb uh, in you know, the middle of Brooklyn for a week that you'd have the exact same experience of, wow, uh, it's really peaceful and people are nice here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this city is so walkable. You have to um 
<laughs> whenever I get my fifteen minutes, whenever I get my house down here, you'll have to bring her down because it's like Louisiana, Mississippi. It's like this is about as fucking deep south as it gets, and and like everybody's just fucking nice and friendly. It's like it's not what, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why I keep telling her she's insane. She thinks that everybody in every different county is like a completely different species of person, and I'm like. I, I've never lived over there before. What are people like there? I'm like, we have the internet. That people are be, re, you can read and relate to shit that's been written four thousand years ago. Okay, people have generally been the same through four thousand years. I think if we cross a state border, that I think they'll generally be the same there too. Fucking Jesus, Christ. Aaron. I I I hate to break this to you, but it sounds like your wife might actually be the xenophobe, and if you bring her to the country, she'll ruin the country. <laughs> No, she's just a woman, so she's retarded. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, her okay, fault. thank God. Okay. She it's has okay, a debilitating, debilitating disability that's uh, just uh, being a woman. I don't know. Josh has a good point, and I don't think you should risk it regardless. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay safe. It's, it's safer for all of us country folk if you stay in no, the city. No, she can stay there. <laughs> so the- yeah, yeah, she can stay wherever she wants. I'm going to Tennessee. Getting that Chattanooga choo-choo down to Tennessee. Choo-choo. <laughs> so, so this museum, like, they got the um the plaques fucking, you know, it has stuff like the beginning of the CIA. And, of course, like, the alien people, like, they always, like, they contort this to be like, well, they had to make the CIA to respond to the aliens. And, like, you know, it's always in relation to the aliens. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm reading all of these things. It's got dates. It's got informative stuff. Like, you know, like I said, the founding of the CIA and, like, the American Intel apparatus and all that stuff. And as I'm, like, I'm driving back to, you know, we stayed in Santa Fe and I'm driving in the car. It was, like, a good three-hour drive or something like that. And it's just, there's a whole lot of nothing in the car. So I'm, like, as I'm driving home, I'm, like, piecing this shit together and I'm thinking about it. And, like, as I'm driving, I, I, like, come up with my own theory of, like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I know what happened here. So, like, (laughs) I'm going to go back and I'm going to, like, add some dates to it and, like, give you an understanding. And I'll start with my premise when I came into it was, like, I don't know what, what are you, so you guys' understanding of, like, the Roswell incident? Because, like, I went into it thinking, like, oh, yeah, it was this rancher just out in the middle of nowhere and just all of these crazy aircraft pieces and like maybe life forms he hasn't seen before, like just landed on his property. What do you guys think that it is? Would you agree with that or? No, I I have the exact same understanding. I thought it was a weather balloon crashed. And then they said some shit like it was a metal that I've never, that's never been seen on earth before. It was a, it was some crazy shit. And then, and then the government came and took it all away real quick, and I and I think that there was bodies that they took away too, or something like that. That's what I thought. Jo- Josh, what did you say? Uh, the exact same understanding as what Wordnut just described. Like that. That's that's all. I've, yeah, I I don't know a lot about Roswell, so I just have kind of that general premise of you know, uh, guys, some UFOs, some lights, some debris uh, suggest, and it's stolen away by the government, so we can't find out more about uh, the real aliens that are out there. Yeah. So yeah, and I kind of feel like the the message has been convoluted so much because like when i think about yes. the messaging regarding like roswell and stuff like that like it kind of bleeds together with a bunch of like x files and like a bunch of other like media that i've watched over the years where it's like the people being abducted like i've seen so many specials on that and it like it all just blends together so i wouldn't be surprised if the guy claimed to be like abducted or something like that as well but well I think bob it, it that's how you know it's like true because everyone's experiences are so consistent 
<laughs> right. Yeah. So like first, yeah. let me give like a brief description of like what actually happened. And Aaron was like pretty spot on with what he said. Okay. So in 1947, and I'll, I'll I'm going to go back after I explain this and I'll like add some more context with additional dates to it. Um, when the Roswell incident happened, it was July 9th, 1947. And basically this guy, his name is Mac Bazell or Brazil. He's a rancher that lives like south of, of Roswell. And um, he lives in an area where there's an Air Force base right around the corner. And this Air Force base, mm-hmm. they do a lot of testing of weather balloons, like high altitude balloons, like all sorts of aircraft they're testing all the time. And it's just falling into his property. And this is a normal occurrence. They, they actually, um, they know that it... A documented normal occurrence for the guy. Yeah, not just him, people around him too. And, and they get $1,000. Yeah. And remember, this is in 1947. So think about what $1,000 would be worth in 1947. Probably something like what $20,000 is worth now. Or maybe more than that. I don't know. Um, probably close, yeah. Probably close to about 20000 If they find a piece of anything that they think came from the base and they return it to the base, they get $20,000. Okay, so let's start with that. He found pieces of what looked like aluminum foil in his property, just like Aaron, just like Aaron said, and it was he he described it as a material that he had never seen before, and he just thought it was amazing, like the way it bends, right? And there's actually photos of this. Now there's like some uh, dispute about the photos, and, and I'll share them in the chat. But basically, um, there was a his name is Major uh, Jesse Marcel. He was an intel officer that came from the base. And he was he had a famous press photo where he's looking up and he's holding pieces of this thing, what is clearly a weather balloon made out of like an aluminum like material. And he's looking up and his eyes are just wide. And so the alien people say that this was like he was really uncomfortable and he was like put in this position where he had to like come to this guy's ranch and like lie and like replace the material with like some other material. Um, Now. (laughs) The way that I'm looking at this whole thing, like from a high level, okay, anytime that like somebody's claiming that something amazing happened and there's government involvement, it's like, well, is there a possibility that the government just fabricated the whole thing? Like the, the common narrative that everybody has, is there a possibility that a whole thing was just an intel op? So let me go back to the beginning. Let me start with like a timeline and let me give you this timeline. Maybe you can understand where I'm coming from. In 1941, the Office of the Coordinator of Information was founded. The Office of the Coordinator of Information, as described by their Wikipedia article, and this is the first line on the Wikipedia article, the Office of Coordinator of Information was an intelligence and propaganda agency of the United States government founded founded on <laughs> July 11th, 1941 by Franklin D. Roosevelt. Okay, that was 1941, July 1941. In 1942, that evolved to the Office of Strategic Services, which was created by the coordinator of the Office of Information, the same, that guy that was created by Roosevelt. Okay, 1942. Show of hands, can anybody guess like what else was happening around that time? <laughs> World um, the discovery of Antarctica. <laughs> the Holocaust. How about uh, Project Manhattan? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're saying things that actually oh. happened then. Okay. <laughs> so the Manhattan Project was started in 1942 
subsequent to the founding of the Office of Strategic Services. So let's just line this up. Let's, let's like, you know, Occam's razor, like try to make sense of this, right? Okay, the propaganda agency came out and then the Office of Strategic Services and then the Manhattan Project. So like, it's a reasonable explanation um, that a lot of that was put into place because they were going to do this thing that could potentially destroy the planet. And, you know, this was all about like keeping it under wraps as they were doing it, right? Just date wise, it all lines up. Now, Project Man the Manhattan Project went until 1946. In 1945, the Office of Strategic Services was closed. And they founded in the subsequent months the CIG, um, which I don't have what that stands for, but. The thing to know about the CIG was it was the precursor to the CIA. Um, yeah. So that was January uh, 1946. Now, June 26, 1947. So CIA founded. Propaganda agency creates CS OSS, creates C CIG, which is the precursor to the CIA. Uh, Central Intelligence Group. Yeah, Central Intelligence Group. Thank you. Um now we have this like intel. This is the beginning of the American intelligence apparatus, right? So now, like you know, there's some relation to that and like the Manhattan Project, right? Now after its founding, all of a sudden everybody's fucking talking about flying saucers. This is prior to Roswell, nineteen June twenty sixth, nineteen forty. Or sorry, June twenty sixth, nineteen forty seven. Wait, people are talking about flying saucers in. 1946 and early 1947 1947 they started talking about flying saucers that was the year subsequent to but like but before the roswell incident yes. june 26 1947 a, huh. a civilian pilot named kenneth arnold reportedly saw flying saucers as he was flying around okay so now every radio show tv show like they're all talking about flying saucers this is prior to roswell now july 1947 one month after that or not even one month, like a, like a week and a half after it, <laughs> or like oh, not even two weeks. Um, that's when the Roswell incident happened. Hmm. So okay. precursor to but the CIA. Also, this is this. Well, this whole story though of like flying saucers and little like uh, War of the Worlds was wasn't that written in like the fucking eighteen hundreds? Yeah, I think it was the 1890s, and then they had the radio broadcast in like 1910s. Is, it, is that sound no, like the right timeline? The, broad, the broadcast was after Roswell, so we did that after we hyped everybody up on aliens, because then people were like killing themselves or something. I thought the the radio one was like post World War II, I believe, like because that's when everybody had like their home radios. Oh, I see. Um, but yeah, you're right. 1898. Uh, so I guess written in the few years leading up to that was the original book, but no, but yeah, you're right, because it was uh, it was Orson Welles they got to narrate it. Okay. I just remember I was, that. Um, I was looking up the other day. 1938. So, like, they got all these fucking people. 38, thank you. Like, they started writing these, these, these pop culture stories about outer space and aliens and these things coming down to like take us out and then all of a sudden oh we come up with a story that oh yeah it's all true it's all aliens like it's just it's again like our reality is just a creation of fiction that everyone just 
believes. Like, so, you can just get people to believe in a fiction. It becomes our reality, even though it's based on nothing. So my thing is, like, the CIG is founded, and, like, immediately after, everybody's fucking talking about flying saucers, right? And then Roswell happens, and everybody already has flying saucers in their brain. And Mac Brazell, the guy that saw the fucking, you know, the supposed alien spacecraft fly, he never said, like, well, that's an alien. That's little green men and flying saucers. He, you know, that got implanted into people's brains, basically. Like, um, he didn't, he definitely wasn't, like, saying, oh, no, that's definitely not what that was. But, like, at the same time, he never said little green men. You know, um, and. No, that's just nonsense that came out of it. Yeah, well, um, and at the museum, they had, like, you know, little plaques about, like, where different stuff came from. And one of the things, like, the people that brought up Little Green Men, they were coming from places like, like, I think two of them were from Fort Worth, which is where, like, they're like, oh, yeah, pieces of the spacecraft were, like, brought down here to Fort Worth. And, like, you know, we had the alien bodies stashed here for a while. And the other one was, like, Patrick Air Force Base in Florida. And there was also people from Pennsylvania, like, saying, like, um, you know, that it was, uh, they saw, like, bodies of Little Green Men and stuff. It's like none of the people they could actually confirm were had anything to do with this. But they're like because they're part of the lore now, they're like they get a plaque. You know what I mean? And so there's people that nobody can confirm had anything to do with this, but they by themselves are asserting. And the only authority they have to assert is like, oh, yeah, they worked at that base at that time. And nobody has any connection between that base and any of this stuff. And of course that that employee that employee payroll record is confidential, so we can't even confirm that they were actually there. It's just some guy in Pennsylvania well, I, I, saying there's that, good record. Oh, I totally worked there. These people, like, there's good record that they were like in the army at that time and that they were stationed on that base. But there's no record that says like, you know, anything that Fort Worth has anything to do with Roswell. You know what I mean? Like there there's just people, there's like a handful of people making assertions based on nothing. That they're like, oh, yeah, all of the alien parts, like, came down here after. You know what I mean? It- oh, I see what you're saying. So anybody in the military could just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we actually, yeah. Uh, I saw them bring the bring the spaceship parts to my base. That's what it is. That's 100% what it is. It's just random fucking people that are just making assertions. And, and there's no... Well, we're, you were in the military, and I would say that you would know that anything that anybody said in any of your units in the entire military I'm telling you, man. is 100% telling the truth and is totally <laughs> stable. And w- All of the alien parts. <laughs> well adjusted. All of the alien parts are on, at Camp Pendleton, you know, where I was stationed. And, you know, they were all just sitting in a basement somewhere. And I operated on all of them. I saw all of them. There's so many people like That's, that. Uh, like the guys I, I that trust pretend you. they're doing service. Like the they, they'll do that. There's so many military guys that'll do that. Just anyways, with anything, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I actually uh, I saw him testing this new space, yo, new fighter jet that you don't even understand, dude. It goes mock mock a million. Like they just say the dumbest shit. Like you're like, you don't. Oh, what were you again? Oh, I was uh infantry. You know, transport okay. specialist. We, we had, the, the base I was on it in. We 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 okay homo uh, loving. Sorry. Um. Uh, we okay homo loving support our armed forces. Uh, anyone out there, um, you know, vet or current duty, uh, please call in eight thirty three six sixty zero nine eleven with any uh UFO parts that may have been delivered to your base. <laughs> so, the base I was on in Japan, like, had this whole thing about how there was like drums of Agent Orange like sitting under the base where we were sleeping and stuff. 
And like, it, it's like there's no, there's like whole websites and like blogs like online where these all these people like, yeah, there's all these barrels like under there. It's like nobody can fucking prove it. So it's like the dragon fire in the bottom of fucking King's Landing and fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just Agent Orange, though, under your base. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, there, there's like real health hazards there. There's like asbestos and shit. But like, it, it's so stupid that everybody's wow. like making up all this bullshit about Agent Orange. It's everywhere. Um. So anyways, like fucking... Just to go back, though, to recap, like, the important part that I think is, like, CIG founded right after everybody's fucking talking about flying saucers, right? And all of this stuff is happening, like, around the Manhattan Project, right? So there's some relation between Manhattan Project, the CIG, the OSS, and the Office of uh, Coordinator of Information. You know, all of this stuff is intertwined. It's all happening at the same time. So, like... A reasonable, like, you know, normie, like, boomer explanation, like, fitting all this information is, like, you know, it all has to do with nuclear weapons. You know, so, like, nuclear weapons, we're developing nuclear weapons. We're trying to keep that under wraps. Then as soon as we have them developed, which wrapped up in 1946, our main thing is we're going into surveillance mode because, like, we're afraid of the Russians having them now because we know what they can do. And so... uh in 1947, Roswell incident happens. 19 September 1947. So Roswell incident is in July. In September, the CIA is founded. The CIA proper as we know it today. Um, and it seems to me, my initial like observation, like Oc- Occam's razor explanation of this was the whole thing was like a botched intel operation. Like the whole aliens thing was a front for something else. And I'll tell you what I think it's a front for. Um, I think it all has to do with nuclear weapons and it's uh, the official, they actually in 1994. um, So I'm skipping something here. The CIA in 1951, the government revealed it was a high altitude weather balloon. So 1947 Roswell incident, 19 uh, September, 1947 CIA founded in 1951, they admitted that it was not a weather balloon. It was a high-altitude weather balloon. Now, it... Well, so. well for the <laughs> Roswell incident. Or yes. are they just saying that some other thing? Oh, okay. okay. So the, the original so, so thing we're was... No, we're, we're going to have to wait until... We're going to have to wait until, uh, what, what, what is that, like 2063 to find out that, uh, or, you know, 2060 to find out that the Chinese spy balloons were actually really high altitude Chinese spy balloons. Yeah, so my thing <laughs> is the CIA is founded and mm-hmm. in, in the surveillance state begins when the CIA is founded. So we're starting, yeah. we're starting spying like on the scale that we know it today you know, at that time. And we're starting to do stuff like high altitude surveillance where they're spying on... You know, they say the Russians, it could even be us, you know, without our knowing it. And they didn't even want us to know that this technology existed. So they say it's a high altitude weather balloon. The the specific thing is weather balloon. In 1994, they declassified more documents that said it was not a weather balloon. It was a high altitude surveillance balloon. So if we like. Yeah, same shit we've been using since forever. Yeah. Since 1940. Seven. But my thing is like my, my thing is like this all was like, you know, you could say that it was for the Russians. It could even be for us as U.S. citizens. But like they were doing the surveillance thing and they wanted to keep it under wraps. And so they made up this whole aliens thing as a lie. The baby CIA at that time, the precursor to the CIA. 
And, and they just were so terrible at telling lies that they just created something that it was the, the <laughs> Streisand effect. It drew more attention to it th- than the actual no. thing that they're trying to hide from, you know? That that sounds yeah. like a, a kid trying to make an, an excuse. Like, oh, my, my imaginary friend or, oh, uh, uh, you know, a, a ghost, some some demon came in and it broke the TV or like it broke the, uh, something like that. It sounds like something, a little kid trying to make up something on the spot that's completely unbelievable supernatural story for why he's in trouble. Yeah, 100%. It, it, yeah. Dude, the lie was so bad. Shit looks. Wait, hold on. The lie was so bad that the original group, like the CIG, they're like, no, we're going to disband you, rebrand you. We're going to start fresh. <laughs> we're going to get people in here, you know, that are Zionists probably, that are going to lie better than you. 100%. That's that's what it is. That's yeah. that's that's what I think it is. And I think that the C, like, because the way that it looks is like, you know, this is the government being reactionary and looking at it and saying like, no, you fucked up. We need corrective action. We're going to make the big bad CIA. Yeah. So uh, I'd like just like to note that here on OK Hear Me Out episode 134, we have done it. We have um, made the discovery that the CIA from its onset was both surveilling its own citizens and propagandizing. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. I think it's a momentous I'm, thing to, to note that we, we, we were the ones who discovered that right now. Well, thanks for I mean, everyone kind of like knew it, though, didn't you? <laughs> It's <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I went into this show, as like a blank slate, and I just put all this stuff together. Like I read the plaques, I went in the car, and I drove home, and I just thought about it, and I was like, "It's like it's very obvious what happened here." You know what I mean? Some somebody <laughs> found a piece of equipment that the government was trying to lie about what it was, so that you wouldn't yeah. know that they were surveilling their own people, and then it blew yes. up into this fucking media sensation because. All these science fiction writers were super fucking popular, like Journey to also, the Center of the Earth and fucking all these different science fiction was already popular. So people are like, oh, my God, it's it's aliens. And then it fucking blew up is this big pop culture phenomenon, which and is a like great Josh, distraction. Well, like Josh said, too, like it when they do lie, especially when they weren't quite as refined at lying like they are now. Um it's like it sounds like when a little kid's making up a story about why his hand is covered in chocolate, it's like not because he was, you know, had his hand in the cookie jar. Little green men, little green men he, from uh, up uh, really high in the sky his, came down. It kind of, it kind of has hit the cookie jar, and it kind of has echoes of like the way that they lie now. But it's like it's like a much more primitive, like childlike version of it. That's why, I, like, I call it the baby CIA. It's like. You know, it's like they they were get they were yeah, just getting much, their feet wet. They were just learning how to lie. You know, that's yeah. all M- much more really primitive lies, than um, the, the the type of lie where it's uh, if you step outside, you're going to die because this uh, microscopic. It's so much smaller that you could see. You could possibly you don't know what it actually looks like. Right. Um, organism is going to kill you immediately. And think about think about uh, the that's, stuff that's that happens. Much more primitive than that type of lie. Think about the stuff that happens today and like why they're able to get away with it. It's it's because they're so much more effective at lying. Like they are really good at lying. Yeah, no, we're insane at lying now. But, like, he, all of our early lies, like, every time there was a new story, it started off fucking dumb with the description. Like, even just, like, we, you know, talked about earlier, like, with dinosaurs. It's like, what does the first dinosaur look like? And it's they're like, uh, the a T-Rex eats uh, a giant head with uh, a million teeth. And uh, that's it. He's just a, a, He's just a head with teeth. It, it looked arms. like a T-Rex looks like if you told a five-year-old to draw a monster. And like <laughs> then they just were like, it's just a head with teeth and runs around. Like, it's 
dumb. Completely like, disproportional dumb arms for no reason. <laughs> yeah. They're no lizard way. homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. And you're like, and, but they can't admit that they lied. So they're right, like, no, no. Do you have a uh, gun really to your real. head question that regarding exactly this like that. If that's kind oh, of... Oh. A laser gun. All right. Gun to your head. Was, was Roswell made up by the CIA? Well, what aspect of Roswell? Aliens. Was they? This is a trick question because they weren't founded yet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The CIA, nope. the CIA, so the like RSS. Before, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think definitely. I think you made a very compelling case for that argument. Being like it, you know, it just makes total sense. Like if they admitted to high altitude surveillance balloons, like four years later and they're like oh yeah it was definitely just one of those and we just don't want to admit that we're spying to on clarify everyone. they like, they admitted to it being a high altitude balloon in 1951 but they didn't admit that it was a surveillance balloon until 1994 oh okay oh shit okay well yeah because they they try to give you partial truths they yeah. probably said it was like a high altitude weather balloon back in the day yeah and I think that, because that was like a meme. That used to be a meme, like, way back in the day. Like, you know, people would joke, it's like, oh, it's just a weather balloon kind of thing. Yeah, and, and here's a funny um, thing. It's like, I found, like, I found like a history.com, like, article about this. As I was, like, looking this up before the show. And um, the whole thing about it, like, there's, so the, the thing in 1994, like, that document. The history.com article that talks about it. Uh, let's see if I still have it up. But um, basically, <laughs> yeah, it says right here. US, in 1994, U.S. Air Force released a report in which they conceded that the weather balloon story had been bogus. Like, so people reading that are going to think what? <laughs> what? But I'm saying people reading that sentence. That, that it's aliens. Yeah, they're going to think that it's aliens. And that's what this leans into. Like, oh, yeah, it's aliens. But if you click on the thing and you read it, it's like, oh, yeah, it was a surveillance balloon. Because nobody's going to fucking click on this big PDF document that you can't search. Except me. I read it. See... I, I think I think the whole alien uh, story was a lie made up just by the regular Air Force. Uh, the CIA was unfortunately underfunded at the time. They only had the bandwidth to deal with uh, Israel and Antarctica. So, like, they, they, they didn't have enough people to also make up aliens. I, that's a good point, Josh. I, I think I think <laughs> bureaucratically and, like, technically, like, Josh might be onto something. Oh, it's, it's, it just seems like an insane thought for people to have. It's like aliens like they just suddenly showed up like right next to the air force base where they're testing all of these high altitude aircrafts it's like well well i think the argument on on their behalf is the, the argument is that like humanity just discovered like atomic physics and like the the the, yeah. the big bomb and that's what like got aliens attention to to come start like like visiting the earth basically we're on the intergalactic um, radar so they to intervene. Like, yeah I mean that, that or yeah, do something. If you consider that, it doesn't that, seem like that bad of a lie. Now that I think about it, because it's like, well, you know, because you know, the Amer average American, they didn't know about Project Manhattan yet. Like they didn't find out about it until oh, until yeah. years later. So like it, it, the lie was good for like several years. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a very compelling argument. Being just like, oh yeah, it was just the CIA. Like you know, you br you boil it down to like how fucking dumb and corrupt like normal government officials are and i think that explains it perfectly the aliens were us from the future <laughs> <laughs> jesus josh what do you think i i just said um i think it was the air force oh okay <laughs> all right 
All right, Aaron, gun to your head. Do you believe my version of it? <laughs> that it was just like the CIA. Do you believe that the CIA, to be more specific, do you believe that the CIA created aliens? No, they didn't create aliens, but they used the creation of aliens, which was already a thing in science fiction, to obfuscate like something that they were testing they didn't want people to know about. Probably literally a surveillance balloon. It's probably Uh, that stupid. It's like the thing that, the high-tech thing we just shot down from China, that is what we were trying to hide in 1947, because back then people would have lost their fucking minds if the government was spying on them. And now we just take it for granted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, like, now it's like, well, what do you yeah, have to yeah. hide? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I think there was just something simple like that. that They're like, oh, that's technically a breach of privacy if we're taking pictures of people's fucking backyards with this with this shitty balloon. Even though the technology is not complete yet, you know, that people freak out. That's technically illegal. So they just made up a story where they had some guy at a ranch talk about fucking aliens and bullshit, and it became this way bigger story than it was supposed to be, like like you said, and became this pop phenomenon. And then they were like, all right, close it down. We're coming up with a new fucking yeah. propaganda unit. Don't fuck up like that. More subtle lies, guys. More subtle. So It, sound, it sounds like you're kind of saying <laughs> yes. Like I, I'm not saying that they invented like the concept of aliens, but I'm saying that, like... Aliens as in the American lexicon of like, you know, people get abducted by aliens in middle America and shit. Yeah, it became. Well, they convinced yeah, people became, aliens could right, be real. Yeah, it became like a pop. That, that started definitely like a pop culture, like popularity thing with aliens for sure. Like instead of it just being a few like Arthur C. Clarke nerd fans, it, it, it became like everybody. It's kind of like comic books. Like comic books in 1980 was like, you know. 10,000 people were really into them. And then, like, all of a sudden, fucking Marvel comes out. And, like, every... Even, like, hot girls, like, their cheerleaders are like, I love Spider-Man. You know, like, it's just kind of like that, but with aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it kind of just, like, ran away in, like, the media sense of things. Where, like, people... It just took people's imagination and they found it really interesting and they ran with it. And the CIA was like, yeah, then every movie was about space and aliens. And it like, it's kind of like when we went through like the zombie phase of like fucking 20 years of nothing but zombie movies like it. But it was just aliens. Oh, that was so you that was Aaron. You think this is like related to the moon too? like where where like it just it was kind of like this runaway lie where it's like, well, we just have to keep doing the space thing, like more Marvel movies. Kind of like they they, once something catches on, they're just like, well, yeah, we just have to run with it now. Like, with the- oh, Ant Man three. Oh. I wonder if like X Files was oh, like dude. funded by the CIA. X Files makes you think that the government is in control oh, of way X- more than it is. Like, it kind of is like a narrative they want you to believe. They want you to believe that there's a man that sits in a dark corner smoking yeah. a fucking uh, yeah. cigar that holds all the secrets to the universe and is controlling everything like a puppet master from the background. You know what I mean? That's like what the government wants you to think, Josh. But uh, I don't know, Josh. Nothing. Okay. The so I was gonna say I think the the boomer tour guide at the museum that you uh, were talking about. I think like he bought into the CIA psyop perfectly. 
Yeah. Like, he is the perfect victim of the psyop. And he doesn't even realize it. Like, in the, his mind, he's like, he's like this defiant, he, yeah. like, he, this defiant fucking UFO researcher guy that's like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm sticking it to the man. Like, you know, and he's he's literally, yeah, he, yeah. he is the script. Perfectly to what like, he's wanted. the one that's, that's reading the script. you to think, is that the government's hiding aliens and, and that yeah. they're, yeah. you know, you're... You're trying to figure out the puzzle, man. Like, that's a perfect thing for them. <laughs> oh, it was funny. So, <laughs> yeah. Somebody came in, too. I don't know anything about, like, who this person was that they said. But they're like, hey, I read this book by, like, such and such. And he's like, they're a fucking croc. Like, he just, he kept saying, and he's like, no, no, no. But what, what do you think about, like, when he says it? And he's like, no, they're a fucking croc. Like, <laughs> like he just kept repeating it to him and the, and the guy just kept asking about it and he's like no he's a fucking he's a dipshit like, <laughs> like oh my god dude, it was so great. insane how they probably some personal feud with him is, i'm telling you perfect boomer reaction they can't even have logical consistency with how they think because i guarantee you ask that guy about the moon and he's like you mean our heroes neil armstrong and buzz aldrin the drunk boomer yeah they uh they and were the definitely on the moon, and they raced go karts <laughs> and played golf. Uh, God bless Collins. America! Like he, he guarantee he thinks that, and doesn't understand that there's logical inconsistency on what evidence he is actually taking as real, and which one's the fake evidence. He just—it's not even close on both issues with the aliens and the moon shit. But I guarantee he believes exactly what the psyop wants him to. To be fair, though, like it, it is consistent of, in the way that he believes in like space and that there's like all of these magical things yeah. going on like out there. Like I, I think a lot of know. the space psyop actually is hand in hand with in, in every finally us exploring Antarctica. That's another one is like that's all around the same time when when we actually explored Antarctica. Yeah, really? it's in like the 40s. Like Hitler was one of the big ones exploring Antarctica in the late 30s and early 40s. Um. He was huge on Antarctica all of a sudden. They got, like, really obsessed with Antarctica. And then, if you look it up... I'm they, telling you, do, map... That was like a... Map that CIG shit to all of this stuff, man. Like, like tell me... Like, just map those dates and uh, tell yeah, me if no, it tells you anything. Probably it'll be, you know, very... Like, a lot of the treaties and stuff are just like, oh, we, we went to Antarctica, and then two years later, we draft a treaty that says no one can go there. It's like, hmm. You know what I mean? I, I could write at, at this point like I'm, I'm leaning towards like the more that I read about this it's like I could write a whole fucking book on this like alt history this like version of history where it's like the CIG was this, this fucking bunch of buffoons like trying to get their feet wet like playing this this fucking game of like we're gonna lie to everybody and they just sucked at it yeah I like yeah, this I, I can see that yeah I, I would read that all right any any last words on I mean, the aliens are fucking on the aliens up. like it's kind of funny because we've done aliens. how many episodes now and it's the first time we've actually talked about aliens like as an episode but aliens are the dumbest story ever i'm sorry it's just like the dinosaurs guys we invented them fucking 40 years earlier and then all of a sudden we found out they're all real because one guy found aluminum foil in his backyard outside of a fucking air force base are you fucking kidding me? I and mean, that's how we know for a fact that aliens come from outer space. I was I was doing a quick double check and tin foil had been in common use for over 50 years at that point and aluminum foil had oh, already been introduced different. to the market uh, post World War 2. It was probably so, like aluminum Josh, foil should not have been this rare so thing. They say, blanket shit like uh, it's aluminum foil but it's a little different. Right, right. The gold aluminum yeah. foil. 
It's it's tougher. It's, a little it, it's gold. not terrible. That's the thing. If you read what they say about it, they say that it was like a oh the sheer strength. Yeah, it was is, a strong okay. material, but it moved like like that. You know, so like I don't know. Is it is it a fucking the space blanket yeah, material? That's like, the yeah, thing. Probably could so he be. sees this aluminum foil that he can't rip, and he's like, "Holy okay, I think- shit." This must be fucking unobtainium straight from Wakanda. Like, it, there's, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, but it's like one guy, like, just is like, I haven't seen ever seen metal like this. Yeah, this like came my, from my another buddy dimension. Is a scientist. <laughs> I have a buddy who's a scientist. Aaron says people from the country are stupid. Invented this uh, bendable glass, so it's gla- a glass pane that you can literally fold completely over and touch ends of it, and it doesn't break. Yeah, it was fucking insane, but I wasn't like... That's cool. Are you an alien? Oh my god, this must have come from space. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what's even dumber is is the people that believe that, like, every invention that we've ever had was, like, an alien, like, brought it down and was like, oh, here's the the glass that bends into end, like... (laughs) Well, no, no. So some of it, like a lot of the theories are, it's like re- reverse engineered from like Roswell crashed stuff and like other other uh, you know oh, yeah, UFO that's debris. That's how we invented the and internet and microwaves and aluminum foil and uh, totally and, you know, everything. <laughs> I mean, CERN couldn't have done it on their own. Um, I, I think I think Bob wants to introduce us to a segment about people who aren't lying to us as a you know it's a nice change of pace. <laughs> You need to know what science discovered, you need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Two scientists, Trek, showed how people of the Chaco Canyon may have hauled logs. Two scientists... Let me let that sink in for a second there. Researchers literally put their right, heads... Where's where the Chaco Canyon, just to, to put it on a map? Like uh, I, I think it's, oh. like, um, actually New Mexico area. Okay. Uh, yeah, it actually is specifically in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Wow, way to keep it the Hashtag theme. topical. <laughs> <laughs> These researchers literally put their heads together to solve this transportation mystery. Okay, so... <laughs> the the heads oh, together know, thing is, is going to be like a major part of this because this fucking dumb transportation <laughs> cram a physiologist at the university of uh, colorado boulder stood next to undergrad james wilson at the end uh, of a rural dirt road each donned a strap of nylon webbing on his head attached to the bottom of their straps called uh tump lines a log rested horizontally across the duo's l- lower backs. So they found, they found like this archeological like remnant of like, you know, houses, a city, like, you know, uh, like quite a lot of structures going on in like this like barren desert area, basically. And they're like, okay, well like the walls and stuff are made out of like the stone from like the natural area, like the surrounding area. But we don't understand where this, all this timber came from because, 2,000 years ago or 1,000 years ago or so, uh, they assumed that there's no timber in the area. And they did some, uh, some like, radio dating. What, Josh? So I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at the dates. <clears throat> uh, the grand structure is built between 850 and 1200 AD. So this, this is New Mexico. This is kind of Pueblo people. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, but, but this... Um, 
this is kind of corresponds with the drought of a thousand AD, where there was kind of a big migration from central Mexico up north, and there was a a dramatic change of the landscape from uh, what what you know people today, um, geologists, archaeologists, whoever, what they they theorize that uh, it was just like practically it's tropical so before, just covered in forests, some of these valleys. Uh, uh, what what but. I, I'm, oh, I'm getting man, to the, a point the here. Aliens effectively, it. at this exact period in time, they uh, just slightly south of here, um, the the theory, the idea is that there was a dramatic change in landscape from heavily forested to pure desert. Uh, why couldn't this place just slightly outside of that also have had the same transformation from heavily forested to pure desert? <laughs> like, right. we know there was a terrible drought that changed the changed the, the, the you know, whole of the landscape then. Yes, Josh, you have a point that they have no idea what the this area looked like three thousand years ago. It could have been a it could have been a tropical. No, wait, know, th- like this is this was just a thousand like years ago. They're saying, right? No, no that's what no, I'm seeing. Three thousand years ago. This is AD. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Okay, so just a thousand years ago, but still, like, still, but okay. So just to ignore that obvious, glaring, retarded fact about their entire premise. Um, they're trying to figure out where all the timber for all these roofs came out. And they're, they're saying that they had, uh, the site contained at least 200,000 timbers, uh, about five meters long and 22 centimeters in diameter. Uh, and so they, they did some, uh, carbon dating or they did some dating on it and they found it, it actually came from like the area just like north of them like 100 miles north or so or you know like 50 miles north like 50 miles or 75 kilometers yeah. yeah um and so they're like oh well obviously uh they they got the timber there and then they transported it uh from there to like this little city basically the problem is is that <laughs> The South Americans didn't invent the wheel. They didn't have. <laughs> they didn't have like a cart or a buggy to haul of his like a timber into and then transport it from point A to point B effectively, or like you know cattle or mules or something like that to transport it. So, of course, white archaeologists go to solve this puzzle which is how do they transport it 75 miles away to this place because that's a long way to to travel just to get roof material can i take a guess the city right it's probably dumber than you think they explained it in (laughs) in the in the beginning they actually strapped this they they put straps and they tied it to the log and then they put the strap over the top of their heads and then I, I, I understand that the, the physics may not have been as sophisticated back then, but did the premise of a harness not this exist or like any, any sort of this like, is the picture makes sense? Why, why is like, this around the their heads? <laughs> Grad students basically trying to come up with their dumb fucking research paper and go undergrad, not even. Oh, they must have done it this way. And so they're they're literally strapping logs to their face and then pretending that and then they're like, oh, they must have done it this way. And you're like, or they could have probably just carried a lo- logs together 50 miles because they weren't so terrified of fucking manual labor that that wasn't insane to them. Like if you had to haul lumber 50 miles to have roofing when you already have a society that's like capable of getting their own food. That's not that fucking big of a deal. A bunch of guys can figure out how to do that. And I bet they didn't put straps around their fucking eyeballs and try to 
drag it with their face. It, it's literally just reaching. They're trying to make it seem like he invent, they invented something when they clearly just carried the fucking yeah. marks. There, there actually yeah. is an interesting paragraph here explaining uh, that that um, apparently uh, the you know the, the bands they're using the tump lines. Um, well, firstly, that there's evidence that they've been used for as long as the last two thousand years, but apparently there's a direct line and they're still used in Nepal today. So like there actually are um, there is like contemporary you can see someone using it uh, like this, and apparently it is a tradition that has gone on for the last two thousand years. That- Every, literally everywhere in the How world is as well. Any fucking easier than just putting it in your arms? No. no uh, they have an explanation here. Apparently, like, uh, so, so the guy, the professor here, that's well, actually doing this. Um, he's a physiologist. So, like, they're whatever. Um, but they, they have an explanation here where supposedly it actually. Um, like it, it balances it well with with your spine and like how you're actually taking the load. So it it, it theoretically it should make some yeah, level of sense fine. if what like they're saying like, is yeah, is true. Use a harness to carry logs that are way heavier, and you'd be able to just hold and carry. I I wouldn't I wouldn't make my neck the fucking hinge point because if you look at this picture of of them carrying this log together, well, there's they, only two of, of course. them, and it's strapped across the top of their heads, and it's like. And it's, yeah, they're it's retarded. All, you know, the log they're is retarded. against like the, their center back mostly. And it's like, why couldn't you just wrap those around your shoulders? Get double up the harnesses and just wrap them around your shoulders, and you're not worry, a fucking like ancient pueblos uh, also didn't and, use like, their fucking do, throats yeah. or necks or fucking foreheads <laughs> to drag logs. Because <laughs> couldn't we just like look at like cave drawings of like the size of these motherfuckers' necks? If they're not like the size of a tree trunk, this is not possible at all. Don't worry, cave I mean, drawings are another fucking fake one that's hilarious. Can't wait to talk about that someday. <laughs> well, okay, so they go into detail here, and they actually admit, while there is no evidence that the people of Chaco use uh, tump lines to haul timbers, there is proof that they use them to transport other items like water and vessels. Um, so, yeah, it, this entire thing, these, uh, th- this professor and this undergrad student hiked 15 miles carrying some log the entire time on like a, a dirt trail basically to prove like yeah, their thesis they could carry like, them too job, they carried could them you, too good job, like, this is all because they still believe that everyone that was born before 18 fucking 70 was completely retarded lived within an area of five miles and couldn't go away from their home or else monsters would get them so they're like how did they get trees from 50 kilometers away it's like it's not that far they carried them obviously it's fine like they don't you don't need to fucking ponder how people walked 30 miles that was a day's work i'm sure back then it's like a marathon all you have to do is domesticate (laughs) a single animal to haul shit for you that that's it that's impossible bob they didn't have that back then until the settlers came they're so stupid yeah they couldn't they guess what they also definitely had the wheel yeah they definitely had the wheel (laughs) no 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 i don't think they they had the wheel but it's only used for toys not for actual chance these motherfuckers invented the wheel I'm going hyper racist with this one and saying they actually never invented the wheel And us white people, us white academics are, like, tripping over ourselves, trying to give them, like, the benefit of the doubt in not inventing the wheel and being like, well, there's other cool techniques that they developed to transport things. 
and it's just well, as you effective. can look, just google oh. do a quick google of tumpline nepal and you can see people actually using this for carrying all sorts well, of stuff they, they, they strapped it to their forehead it's a genius right. dimension. they're they're like a they're like a six world country josh like what do you want from us well no no but just kind of as a visualization for uh Local how it actually black, works as opposed to just like two random university folks uh, black you know the, playing make-believe on the weekend has discovered that the cosplay. wheel is actually circular reasoning and doesn't actually work the way you think it does <laughs> oh these are this is funnier than i thought it'd be <laughs> look at that bitch <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we're looking at some pictures of people from Nepal using these things. Tump lines, if you want to Google them <laughs> yourselves. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit silly. I find it completely ridiculous. Um, yeah, and if, you know, you can break this, like, this whole thesis down just from, like, the in initial assumption that it was a desert a thousand years ago and they didn't have any timber to find in the area, which is like, well, I, why would you build a city there? If there's, Here, I, if it's um, a desert, oh, you, yeah. you don't even have wood. Was there, right? You, all you have is like fucking like dirt and rocks. Like that's it. And fucking like scorpions. Like why would you ever? It was like some there? religious significance or like some natural resource they wanted out of this area. Uh, probably it's probably some like uh like um astrology thing like alignment of no, the stars. No, that's fucking you. I was just thinking, thinking. I was thinking old, like you know, old ancient people were that retarded again. There's got to be a reason they weren't living in the north. They probably were living in the north, and we just are making all this shit up. Like, so they're going up where there's actually resources and dragging that into the desert to live in sand for no reason. That's not real. Yeah, that's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it, well, it's... that's what I just said. <laughs> well, I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking that that it might have something like. Um... You know, back in the day, you had to worry about, like, people sacking your fucking house and shit. So, like, building in a remote area had its benefits. It's why, like, you know, in the Smoky Mountains, you have, like, you know, that area in between the mountains where, like, the first settlers. What's that called? Cades Cove? Like, Cades Cove, you know, it's, it's like a, yeah. it's hidden in between the mountains because it's like, no, we don't need people, all of these fucking robbers, like, coming in and stealing our shit. We're just going to hide in the mountains. It's like, no, there's nobody here. But I wouldn't hide 75 miles deep into a desert where there's zero resources, though. That's just, like, making your life that much harder. Like, you're, right. you're worrying more about trying to survive at that point because than they're probably, worrying about people, like, stealing your shit. But you had to balance both and, things. Like, it, you had to balance both things at the time. It was like you had to go somewhere or, where somebody wasn't going to fuck with you. And almost you would be you would be willing to consider that, like, you'd be or, willing to struggle with resources, or, you know, to balance that out. Or like nobody's gonna fucking rob me. Or but I, I, like I'm gonna struggle. Everybody <laughs> born before 1870 wasn't retarded, and they just had regular trade routes with towns north of them, and they were able to get lumber and fucking water and no, different that, food. That's exactly and they were probably mining down in the desert, and they were probably trading that with the northern villages. Like that's probably how this worked. Aaron, you're 100% right. I was I was uh, clicking the links on Wikipedia to find out like what supposedly the actual purpose of the sound was or why it was there, and um, it it is uh, known specifically as a major trade route for like trade hub for the area. I, I, yeah, I, th so, I think uh, it's that too. I think I think it's like wow, it's it's multiple different things. You know, but that, they that's pretend a like this, these being there, you know? dickheads with the fucking things strapped around their face are like, oh, how did they possibly <laughs> get wood from 30 miles away? That's impossible because 
no one could walk more than five miles without another tribe murdering them. And it's like, or they were just like normal people. We, well, they didn't have modern yeah. boots and uh, arch support. It, Come on. We, as academics, couldn't deduce how they did this. Because they so think that, like, set, banking was invented in, like, 1790 by, like, uh, one Jewish guy. So no one else knew how to trade stuff before then. Like, they don't understand that, like, people were the same. Like, they think that Greece existed. But then also, in other places, they were just living in fucking huts and couldn't possibly trade with neighboring people. Like, they... It's insane what they think people were like back in the day. It's crazy. To... They hadn't invented the U.S. dollar, so they they had no the currency only of trade. Way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you, you can't trade the world yeah, reserve without, a, yeah, without a, a global currency, no one could possibly get food or do anything but carry a tree back home if they needed wood. Wait. You know, hold on. I, I think these... Go ahead. I think these tump lines are actually a, a kind of a lost technology and that um, backpacks are actually a Jewish scheme to uh, ruin our spines and give us all either some form of scoliosis or lower back pain. <laughs> to hunch them over just like they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start, uh, you know, carrying carrying my Strap gym bag and, head. you know, carrying all my, like, traveling on, in airports and just have uh, shit strapped around my head. Hashtag. It'll, it'll save my hashtag spine. Hashtag 2024. So you actually, Josh, you, you said it was a major trade hub. Like, okay, so I'm thinking like yes. most ancient like trade cities and trade hubs were like on off of like a river or like, you know, like the Mediterranean or like a body of water because the easiest like method of shipping back then was like boats. We've had boats for a very long time, whether they're like very small, like couple person size, like canoes or, or boats like that or like big sailboats finally. But who... Who's making trade hubs in the middle of the clay. desert that Literally, doesn't connect to anything? It's probably like a fucking mining town. Like they're able to like gather a shit ton of clay <laughs> there and sell that and pottery and bullshit to people around them. And like Wordna said, it's not a it's a good um it's a good place to not get murdered for your shit because no one wants to go fifty miles in a desert to steal your clay yeah, pot. Strategic so, position. Like, not having to fight people constantly is the trade-off <laughs> of having less food or whatever. Having to do this bullshit clay digging in order to trade for food. like, And they got shit like agave and fucking like cactuses Yeah, they and got shit, shit that people that want. have anywhere yeah, else. They, got they shit have like rare want. shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's not that they don't have things. It's but why isn't it uh, closer to actual transportation routes? Or what? what is the transportation route that makes sense to um, go Walking. from, uh, you know, town to town, society to culture to culture here? Definitely not a wheel. My thing is, it, is it definitely made a lot more sense back then than it makes now. Yeah, they're, they're definitely, right. okay. it's, no, it's definitely more normal anyway, that's back it. then than you imagine it. Like, the way they portray this shit back in the day, it's like one Indian man... That's like with a stone hatchet, like ready to just murder anyone that comes near him and or is like so in tune with nature that he can paint with all the colors of the wind. And then that's it. They But they're all normal, just like we I, are like they're just like us. I, I will say if, if you look at take a quick look at the map, I just, you know, uh, Googled it and saw what what's around it. Um, there are approximately 10 different native american reservations around it so like it actually is a, a hub or a central location between all Can these different places out? where is that 
Uh, I mean, Northwest oh, corner of so New Mexico. Like, uh, northwest kind of, of Albuquerque. Kind of like, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I went up there a little bit during my trip. No, it's like a four-hour drive out of Santa Fe. Yeah, so. yeah, but there's a lot of like uh, yeah. touristy shit well, up in that area. Like, if you go northwest, northwest of Santa Fe. Well, thank you guys for bearing. Well, right. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Dude, but this is the most interrupty episode we've ever had. We have this is gonna be insane to edit. This has to be yeah, one of the cap jets. Get him to fucking edit it. <laughs> no, it's, it's probably me. I, I probably get in delay on my audio, but all I was gonna say is thank you for bearing with me for the last three weeks with not uh, being on the show, and so thanks for listening, everybody. I hate you. <laughs> You've got mail. What the fuck? Don't tell me you don't like my show. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.